The Biden regime refuses to release the Trump affidavit for Mar-a-Lago. Why won't they give us this information? What are they hiding? We're going to break it all down. But first, I want to let you guys know about College Scam, the collegescam.com. It's a massive scam. America's universities are bankrupting and brainwashing away the future of America's youth. If you go and buy this now, it's the new book from Charlie Kirk. All proceeds from the sales go to Turning Point USA. And I checked. Tanya Tay is about, she's like, she's she's not, she was at halfway through yesterday. I got to tell you guys, she didn't get much reading done last night. I know, I know. We were with the kids. We were doing stuff. But I guarantee she will have more done tonight. So go and get started so you can catch up with Tanya. Go to collegecam.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard today's edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. Today is August 16th, 2022, Anno Domini. The email address is liberty at tpusa.com. Today's top headlines, they're hiding the affidavit. We know why. Next, the secret night flights. The Biden regime whistleblowers come forward to state that they are flying 2,000 to 5,000 kids a week. On board, 2,000 to 5,000. Third, the cartel wars. Mexican National Guard has now been deployed to Tijuana amid eruptions of cartel-fueled violence. And finally, new teacher union contract is out demanding that schools fire white teachers first. Isn't that nice? All this and more ahead, Human Events Daily. Let me address recent unfounded attacks on the professionalism of the FBI and Justice Department agents and prosecutors. I will not stand by silently when their integrity is unfairly attacked. The men and women of the FBI and the Justice Department are dedicated, patriotic public servants. Every day, they protect the American people from violent crime, terrorism, and other threats to their safety while safeguarding our civil rights. They do so at great personal sacrifice and risk to themselves. I am honored to work alongside them. Merrick Garland owes the United States an explanation. And I was reading that Jonathan Turley's piece that was talking about this, and I want to get into that in just a second, but the breaking news that we have out is that Judge Reinhardt has set a hearing for the information in that affidavit, whether or not it should be sealed for this Thursday. So that's coming up. And we told you before, even on Friday, when Human Events Daily was the first publication in the entire country, our world as far as I know, to publish the search warrant and publish the inventory, the property inventory. But the affidavit, that's the underlying probable cause. What was the probable cause for the raid on Mar-a-Lago. And Jonathan Turley's piece gets into this because Turley is saying, and, and I, 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 it's interesting because I agree with the first half of Turley's piece, but I disagree with the second half and I'll explain why. So in the first half, he outlines that Merrick Garland has not been a moderate attorney general. He promised to be, but why do we ever believe him? You shouldn't have believed him from the start. He's hired political appointees, whether it's critical race theory, whether it's this uh, you know, social justice, bail reform, complete insanity from his appointees at the attorney general's office and in, throughout the Department of Justice. But then you also see the locking up of people who weren't even violent on January 6th. 
You see the way that his department has targeted people like Steve Bannon, like the president's lawyers. And yet we're supposed to believe this guy's some kind of moderate. So then he takes an action, comes before the entire country after we just saw a raid on a former president's personal residence. And we say, why did you do this? And he admits it. He says, I ordered this raid. Okay, why? Why? His response, trust me, I'm the government. It's what he wants you to believe. And if this were the 1990s, he would have gotten away with it. But it's not. Because we have independent media now, and we have the new right now. And because it's not the 1990s, we're not letting Merrick Garland get away from this. He needs to come clean, and the affidavit needs to come out immediately. What was the underlying probable cause? And I'll tell you what I think. I think it's going to be a bunch of mainstream media circular reporting. You had the New York Times, Maggie Haberman, and she's got her book. Remember, all the way back in February, she was sourced, She was shopping her book around. She was saying, oh, I've got this book and Trump and the mishandling of classified and tearing them up and flushing it down the toilet. Just, just craziness, right? Absolute crazy stories. But I guarantee you, you're going to see that type of that in there. You're going to see innuendo. You're going to see hearsay. You're going to see whisper down the lane. What you're not going to see is actual evidence. This is the same reason that they never wanted to release the FISA warrant. And so this is where I disagree with Turley. Turley says, well, we can't attack or criticize Merrick Garland's character. We can't criticize him because he's, he's trying. So I don't think he's trying to do anything other than get revenge. I think your read is wrong, Jonathan. And I think honestly that you need to man up because Merrick Garland is playing smash mouth now. He's coming to you brass tacks. This is prison rules. All right. This is basketball with prison rules. He's coming for you. He's throwing elbows. He's breaking ankles. And what are we going to do about it? This country is in a political powder keg. President Trump even talked about turning down the temperature. What's Merrick Garland going to do? They're even saying, just why not release a partial? You could release a partial version of the affidavit. You could give us something, but you won't. You didn't even appoint a special master. You took privileged documents. There's no independent prosecutors, no independent counsel. And I'll tell you why there isn't. Because it's obvious. This is the criminalization of the political opposition in this country. This is the same thing that would be done in the post-Soviet countries, the Middle East, and South America. You ever hear the one about the mobile phone provider that was fighting the Great Reset? I know it sounds crazy, but actually there is one and it's called Patriot Mobile. And Patriot Mobiles has reached out to Human Events Daily and said, what can we do to help you fight the Great Reset? And I said, well, I mean, just if you support us. If you support the program, support our work. They said, done. And here's why. Because Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative mobile phone provider. They have been on the front lines fighting for your values and they continue to do so from the Supreme Court all the way across the country. Patriot Mobile is different from every other provider out there. Inflation, as we know, has made it really hard on many Americans. But thankfully, Patriot Mobile has plans for almost any budget, and they offer the same great nationwide coverage as all the major carriers. So with Patriot Mobile, you get the same great service, plus the knowledge that your money is going to a company 
fighting for the sanctity of life, religious freedom, and the Second Amendment. So you where do you go? PatriotMobile.com slash POSO. Use promo code POSO for free activation. If you're a veteran, a first responder, please let them know because they have special discounts just for you. Come and join the movement. Make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com. PatriotMobile.com slash POSO. Link in the description. Democratic Mayor Eric Adams of New York is upset because he's saying Republican governors, specifically Greg Abbott in Texas, are busing migrants to New York. Is it the Republican governors that are to blame for these buses of migrants or is it, you know, companies like yours that are flying all of these migrants to New York? No, it's us. It's us. We've been doing it for uh, since Biden came into the administration a little bit before that. And it's picked up way a lot when Biden came into office. And we, we, we tend to come to these places when it's less packed. You know, we have arrival times of 11 p.m. at night, one in the morning. Sometimes we get flown to a city nearby with a, where there's a smaller airport and then we drive into the city and that way no one sees us. We'll drive in, in a bus, a charter bus, in vans, and we try to avoid the public. But we do this, I want to say, between all the offices in Texas. Uh, they're all over the country, but in Texas is where it's most busy. And this is just an incredible story. Obviously, we know it's a war room. Steve Bannon had this this morning. We've got more details coming out on it on the hour. So make sure you go to postmillennial.com. You check out this. You understand what's going on. A federal whistleblower has come forward to Savannah Hernandez, the great Savannah Hernandez, who was with me, by the way, in Davos. You guys remember that. She was the one, you might remember her as, why are you detaining this journalist? Why are you detaining this journalist? Why are you detaining this journalist? And then, you know, turn off the camera, turn off the camera. That was, that was Savannah Hernandez. If you can't see her on the video, it's because she was filming the video getting in their faces. Well, now Sav is back with another amazing, amazing exclusive. This federal whistleblower comes forward to tell us the truth about the secret night flights that the Biden regime is conducting. 2,000 to 3,000 children were told per week. And that's just one office. If you include all the offices from the border, it may be as many as 10,000 a week. And they're flying them all across. So you're talking what? That's 40,000 per month. They're flying them all across the country. Sometimes they have sponsors. Sometimes they're vetted. Sometimes they're unvetted. The whistleblower were told, and this is according to postmillennial.com, so Sav's working with them to put this all together. An anonymous whistleblower has come forward sitting down with Sav Hernandez, who works as a travel youth care worker for a federally funded contractor and shares that tens of thousands of unaccompanied migrant children, so two to 5,000 a week, are being bussed and flown throughout the United States and handed off to, quote, unvetted adult sponsors. The employee, and she actually gives us the name, MVM Inc., said the company's main focus is getting unaccompanied minors from, quote, point A shelters to point B sponsors across the United States. However, due to the overwhelming number of border crossings, the employee shared that new hires for MVM are not given proper background checks. So there's been a lot of people hired. Their background hasn't even come in yet, but they're already working. This is the same company that was expo exposed to be flying migrants in the middle of the night to New York. Keep in mind, by the way, in New York City, Mayor Eric Adams just said that these migrants, um, and we don't know if that's minors or, or just all that are coming into New York City, he's going to put them up in a luxury hotel in New York City's Times Square. That's just so nice of him. 
Due to the massive amounts of this that are pouring across the border, employees are not being vetted. The people they're being handed off to are not always completely vetted. She's even got an email up, and this is incredible. Multiple issues that were brought to the MVM site manager's attention, including TSs, and a TS is a travel escort, taking the liberty of, quote, accepting alternate documents without approval. Let's go to 50,000 foot view here. No serious country would be doing this unless there were a specific reason. You guys, you're looking at an operation, all right? You need to understand that we are looking at an operation of not only human trafficking, but in this case, child trafficking. We don't know, and they don't know who these children are, why they're coming across the border. A 10-year-old girl was just raped and impregnated in Ohio over this. We're told that her mother may have known something about it. The stuff that's going on is completely insane. And the Biden regime, rather than actually get to the bottom of it or stop it, end the situation, they're exacerbating it. They're setting up a toxic toxic incentive structure and people, good people, honest people are falling into it. This needs to stop and this entire situation needs to be shut down. I don't know if I have a top news source. I was thinking of maybe Twitter. And that's my point. Can we consider Twitter a news I source? Think I think, so, think Timcast should here. be your top news source. I actually it's a really think, great site. I actually well, Timcast think... is too slow for me. Oh. Like, but it is. That's why I'm posting stories. No, I actually I think this, this... So somebody asked me this once uh, as an in an interview, and they said, what's your top news source? And I just said, I don't have a top news source. I follow topics. And they didn't know what I meant. And I was like, well, right. I, if I just see something trending or if there's something I'm interested in, I just type it into the search bar on Twitter and I see what's going on. So if I want to know about, you know, the like there's a whole Mexican cartel war going on right now down in Jalisco, then hardly it's never trending. But you can just go to Twitter right now and type it in and go watch a bunch of videos from it. So I know that what you just heard is shocking, but that's actual footage from the cartel wars that are being held right now and waged right now down in Mexico. Just before that, we played a clip. We dug it up. That was me on Tim Pool last Friday night telling you, telling everybody, that because, what can I say? I think if anybody would say anything about me, they would never accuse me of not being on Twitter enough, right? Um, but yeah, if you spend enough time on Twitter, you get in all sorts of trouble. And Lord knows I have. But, but, that being said, you can also be on top of news stories. And news stories like what's going on down in Jalisco, that was at the time. Now we're also seeing uh, Guanajuato, Baja California, Juarez, and even in Tijuana, the Mexican National Guard has been deployed there because of the killings that are going on. And we're told dozens of people have been killed. A 12-year-old uh, was caught in the crossfire, according to Axios.com. Gun battles in Ciudad Juarez on Thursday, according to authorities. The majority were bystanders. Cars are being set on fire. Shops are being set on fire. What's going on? Why is this? Well, the Mexican president, <laughs> the Mexican president, Obrador, says... What's going on is that these are military operations uh, sent in to capture top leaders of the cartels. People have been arrested, 
However, comma, they are responding and they're responding these cartels, these networks with full force. And you have to understand that these cartels aren't just some criminal network, right? It's not just Tony Soprano down there. In many cases, some of them have effective control of entire swaths of provinces, entire swaths of states down in Mexico. They have military-like forces, paramilitaries. This is what's going on, by the way, just south of the American border. Many times, Americans are actually caught up in this. This violence spills across our border. People are fleeing from this stuff. That's why, in part, you're getting some of the, um, the massive influx of illegal immigrants that we're seeing across our borders, though many of them are coming from Central America. But you have to understand, why is it, you might ask yourself, I see you scratch your head and say, why is it that we focus so much on places like Afghanistan, Syria, and of course, Ukraine? Billion dollars a week to Ukraine. We do nothing about our own backyard. We don't even focus on our own backyard. Now, we did a panel at Turning Point SAS a couple of years ago. And if you remember that, shoot us an email, liberty at turningpointusa.com, tpusa.com. And it was me, it was Brandon Darby from Breitbart, and then it was Ann Coulter. And I said, look, if we're going to be doing nation building, you'd think that we could at least focus on nations that we literally share a massive border with. Why? Because that is in our interest. It's in the interest of the people of the United States to at least have a stable neighbor. Right? Help your neighbor. Do what you can. But understand something else. The cartels, the drugs, the trafficking across the border, the child trafficking. There are too many people making too much money off of this entire situation. And that's why nothing seems to happen. Because it's a grift. And they don't care about the humanitarian disaster. It's sick. And you can go watch some of these videos. The one that we just played, that was one of the safest ones for television consumption that I could find, okay? And I know the people watching us on Real America's Voice right now, if you wanna go find any more, you can go look. It's all right there. As I said on Tim Pool, you can see it on Twitter. But ask yourselves, why is it that our leaders, our political authorities, they don't seem to care about this. In fact, in my contention, they want it. Racism 101. You're, you're, for, for 30 years, I've been fighting for equality of the civil rights attorney, and that's inequality. That's backwards. You're 100% correct. It's racist. It's discriminatory. It's illegal. And it should be invalidated immediately. I read what the union said. They said they want students to have teachers that look like them. Wrong. The students need teachers who will educate them. Educate, not what they look like. It is insulting that people are going to be judged based on color. And more importantly, Sean, color determines qualifications. Wrong. Skill, talent, experience, professionalism. This is basically an extreme leftist socialist agenda on this equality, critical race nonsense. It's illegal and should be invalidated immediately. So this is just a great story, uh, really feel good story. And, and honestly, if you've been paying attention, like we always say, you knew this was coming. Minneapolis Federation of Teachers has just negotiated a new contract with the city that if their teachers union is facing downsizing, that the first group of people to be downsized are white teachers. That's what it says in their new contract. And look, 
you had to know that this was the standard endpoint of equity, okay? There's only one way to make everyone equal. That's if you can make everyone equally miserable. The only way you can make everyone the same size is to chop people down. That's it. That's the only way. It's the lawnmower approach. It's the hedger approach. And so this is what they do. They go after the kulaks. They go after groups that they don't like. They go after groups that they demonize. And the minute that they started talking about things like racial equity, rather than simply who's the best for the job, you knew this was going to come. So now, if you're one of those teachers, regardless of your performance, keep that in mind, regardless of your performance or your relationship with your students or any of that, you will be first on the chopping block if there's downsizing. Congratulations, though. I, you know what? I say congratulations because how many of them voted for it? How many of them said this is what they wanted? This was the government that they wanted. Guess what? You get the government you deserve. Congratulations. You played yourselves. But I promised that I would do this. And so I want to go in. I know this isn't a MyPillow promo, MyPillow.com promo code POSO. But we said that we would be reading some of the emails on the show. And now we're going to be doing that. So Liberty at TPOSA.com. We got a, a message in from Helen in the UK. Helen writes, I was really interested in your segment on human events yesterday on grooming and how you've been put on a hit list of people who have dared to speak out about it. Have to say it was very funny too. The problem of sexual exploitation by gangs here in the UK is breathtakingly shocking. Literally thousands of children have been used for sex slaves for years and years all over England and the British police have done nothing about it for fear of being called racist. You couldn't make it up. Some of the low-life gangs have actually been prosecuted and sent to jail, but it's still going on and it goes on and on and on. And by the way, we got so many emails in about the grooming situation. And I tell you right now, mark my words, we are not going to give this up. But moving on to the next one, I got a message in from Chris. He says, all radicals from the average liberal to the party of Davos need to be made aware that if they win and ruin America, they will still get nothing because the CCP will take everything away. Communism is all about greed and power by means of death poverty, and destruction. Even now, the different CCP factions are fighting amongst themselves in China. Just look at the history of communism, what's happened, and you will always get one guy or a small party in control. 100% true. And finally, Joseph says, can you add a page to Human Events Daily or one of your social pages that lists all of your advertisers and all of your promo codes? Well, believe me, we are going to be adding that for you, Joseph, and for everybody else. Please support our sponsors. You can go to the link of every single one of our podcasts. You will find it there, humanevents.com, or wherever you find your podcasts. All right, and that's all the time we have here on Real America's Voice and all our assorted platforms for Human Events Daily. Remember, as always, our promise, our oath, our solemn vow to you, be good, be brief, be gone. Your homework for us. Share this out with one, just one of your normie friends, and then leave us your five-star review. Go into Apple, go into Spotify, and just leave us that five-star review. What did we talk about tonight? They're hiding the affidavit, and we know why. We explained that. Second, the secret night flights. Biden regime's flying 2,000 to 5,000 kids a week from the border. Third, cartel wars. Mexican National Guard has been deployed to Tijuana amid eruptions of cartel-fueled violence. And finally, the teachers' union contract has now demanded in Minneapolis that schools fire the white teachers first. Isn't that nice? I think that's, I think that's just wonderful. I think that's something that makes me want to just, just sleep so well at night on my MyPillow and my travel MyPillow and my, and my topper and my sheets, and everything else. You know, by the way, I keep asking Tanya Tay if she'll do a MyPillow promo for us. 
Hasn't happened yet. Come on, sweetheart. Can you do just one? Just I'm telling you, that thing would do gangbusters, but it hasn't happened yet. So we wait. We wait with rapt attention to see if it will happen. But before we go, it's time for today's history break. On this day, August 16th, all the way back in 1896, gold was discovered in Rabbit Creek, a tributary of the Klondike River in Alaska, resulting in the Great Klondike Gold Rush. You know, I've said before, Alaska, it's not just America's uh, national park that you want to go to. There are so many resources there. There's so much that we can do for our country. It's also a beautiful state. I love that state. I can't wait to go back. I'm telling you, the king crab up there, absolutely fantastic. I can taste it when I think about Alaska. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission. Lay it short.